This week we're going to have a special series of podcasts coming to you live from Manchester for the World Track Masters Cycling Championship. I'm Paul, this is Adam. Hi Adam. Hi Paul. And we're both racing this. We'll also be speaking to some other people um, who are related to track cycling, so it's going to be a good week. Keep listening. Welcome to the Cycling Circle podcast. It is day seven of the UCI Masters World Track Championships. And today we've been scratch racing. So what is a scratch race, Adam? Um, quite simply, it's first one across the line wins. So our scratch races were 40 laps, which is 10 kilometers, um, 250 meter laps. Um, and yeah, we're all set off together at the start, roll around for one lap, if everyone's still together, the gun fires. Which still makes me shit myself every time it fires. Yeah, that that's that was it's something I was going to bring gun. up. Yeah, it's um, really loud. It's so scary, yeah. Yeah, especially when you ride around a velodrome on a banking and the gun goes off. And, Fucking hell! Um, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, gun goes off and then you you start racing. Um, and yeah, that's a scratch race. Yeah, so it's probably the like when I was asked about what a scratch race is, I was like, it's just a race. It's just exactly what anyone would think of as being a race. Yeah, first one to the finish. Obviously, there's there's a with it being only two hundred fifty meter track, there's a high probability, which we did see tonight, that people can take a lap. So within that race, you sometimes have riders a lap down, or riders a lap up, or riders two laps down, or so there is still a little bit of confusion at times, I suppose. Um, but yeah, it's still pretty straightforward compared to some of your other races, like not the carnage that of the points races that we see um, that you will experience tomorrow. Um, but yeah, the, the scratch race is generally the most straightforward of track racing. Yeah, and uh, fields, the maximum, I guess, would be 30, is, is that about right? I'm not sure, to be honest, not sure. I haven't, I haven't checked up on the regs, but yeah, possibly. Yeah, but we had quite a big one today, didn't we? So mine was 20 riders, right. yours was 12. Um, so let's, let's start in chronological order. <laughs> How did it go for you, Adam? Um, I suppose it went all right. I was, yeah, I don't know, I'm a bit disappointed in my own performance tonight. Um, probably shouldn't be, but just probably got harder and harder on myself as the week gone on. I think was reflected a bit earlier there and sort of said, I think, I think because I kind of won that bronze medal in the pursuit on Sunday, which was only day two. Um, I kind of then put pressure on myself for the rest of the week, just wanting to kind of outdo that with every other event I did. Um, and then I suppose tonight was my last chance because it was my last race tonight so I, I kind of even I mean I'm probably stupid to even think that I could have won the race or done better really um, when I've done very little track tri- well very little track experience track racing before um, and I was probably getting ahead of myself but I suppose you do and you dream and you you kind of put expectations on yourself but yeah hopefully it's just given me sort of a bit of sort of motivation I want to do better next time I suppose and I will actually start focusing now and really enjoyed it um, I think I, f- I felt like it was going alright at first I mean even in the warm I thought you know what my legs feel quite good tonight um, and I was thinking you know yeah you never know what could happen um, but my race was pretty fast it was just it was kind of on all the time again um, lined out on the black line just rolling through swinging off rolling through swinging off everyone was just basically taking turns and just keeping the pace pretty high um 
and eventually I think the pace went up with about, I think it was about 12, 11, 12 laps to go. The pace really ramped up and gap started to open and yeah, my legs just kind of went um, and I couldn't hold the wheels any longer. So it was just my own fault really tonight. Just didn't have the race fitness really, um, that track race fitness that I needed. Um, and yeah, a bit annoyed with myself, but it is what it is. It's one of those things like we, we do when we go to Middlesbrough Velodrome, we do do these kind of races, like scratch races and stuff, but we haven't for a little while. And also, you know, there's always, there's always like the coach Steve is always trying to make it fair to give some people a chance in that race. So because there's so many different abilities, we haven't had our opportunity to really, really test ourselves against high quality fields. And I think given that, and given that not not really racing on the wooden boards before, I think it's a pretty good performance anyway. Well, we haven't really done a proper race, really, have we? If we're honest, I mean, track SQTs are training nights. We mm-hmm. um, the we haven't done many actual track league nights this year, um, and they're all outdoors and outdoor velodrome, which is still quite different. Um, so we've done we me and you have. Let's be honest, we haven't actually done a race like this before ever. No. Yeah. No, it's like a massive step up. Like it's a world championship. <laughs> <laughs> keep forgetting that, don't we? Yeah, there's like oh, there's people from in in my race. There's Netherlands, Argentina, France, uh, Poland, Chile, Chile. Yeah, there's Chile in your race as well. Um, so yeah, racing against people who consider themselves because maybe for us we didn't. There's some people who do think that they're representing their nation, don't they? Like as if they've been selected by Great Britain. We know that we weren't selected by Great Britain for this, but like there are people who think they're good enough to race for their nation in that age group. So it's pretty high stakes, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah and we haven't done bad, I suppose, representing the the Manila jersey and the northeast. Um, so yeah, we should be pretty pleased. I mean. Um, yeah, that was my performance. Your performance tonight, Paul. I think you were pretty happy. You looked really good tonight in the group, and yeah, I was. Um, I would. My goal really was just to hang on for as long as I can, try and hide a little bit if I could, and um, and just get myself along to the finish. And and if I was in a good position at the end, maybe go for a sprint. But I wasn't thinking about that for a long time until I until I started getting towards the end of the race. Um, and yeah, it was, I think it was maybe six laps to go, a little gap opened up and I had to chase, there'd been a few little gaps that I'd closed and I'd brought other riders back and things when, when maybe like someone dropped out of the line and swung to the back and, or there was a couple of times I was chopped by riders who, so we look when we move. And a lot of riders don't look when they move and don't check what they're going to do and whether they're going to bring another rider down. They don't care. You've just got to deal with it. And that seems to be what some nations do. Um, we don't. So there was that to deal with, a few gaps, and then it was about six laps to go, I think. I just couldn't. My legs didn't even hurt. I just couldn't keep up. I just couldn't quite get there. And I kept going quite a solid pace and then the, the bunch was just moving away from me. 
although I didn't even have a clue what was going on, what the race situation was. I didn't know the whole field had already been lapped by that stage. <laughs> I didn't really see anyone go away, you know. It was like I was just busy trying to rest and swim up and that kind of thing. So Cy Wilson had managed to get a lap on the field. And then uh, when I lost the wheel in the last few laps, I thought, right, okay, because if you get caught, if you get lapped, by the entire field, you get DNF'd, you, you know, you don't get to finish the race. I was like, I want to at least get to the end. And uh, But then as I was going over the line, like, you know, I managed to hold away. There was like five laps to go and then four laps and then three. And I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to stay away from the main field. Not a problem. And then I went over the line um, with, with, like it said, one lap to go. And they rang the bell. And I was like, what? Have they counted wrong? Because I like, <laughs> did they think I was winning? <laughs> I thought I got this like brief uh, Hollywood moment where <laughs> I was going to um, somehow win the race by accident. and um, But no, it turned out I was being lapped uh, by Cy Wilson again. And uh, yeah, he, he lapped the field twice. Um, and yeah, lapped the field twice. So I managed to come in 17th place out of 20 starters, which again, it doesn't sound, it's more, it's more that I stayed in for a long time and competed and I didn't feel, I feel like one or 2% extra is the difference. And I feel that's achievable. I feel I can get that much better by next year that I would at least finish in the bunch. Yeah. For much around the side, it was the best performance I've seen, I've seen you do all week. Um, by far it, yeah, it looked like you're most comfortable you were the happiest I think um, on the bike as well I would say you were um, yeah and you just looked like you were more comfortable um, in total and yeah it was was good to see you mixing it in the group and say the first half of the race you were up there at the front like top you were holding a really good position sort of top three top four riders quite a lot of the time um, and yeah you looked you looked really good yeah it was um... I mean obviously Cy Wilson was just in a different league completely. He just, I think you say, he rode away pretty much. I think he'd lapped the field on his own after 13 laps. Right. So, See, I didn't even know yeah, that. Yeah, so happened. after 13 laps, he'd already lapped the field <laughs> um, out of 40. So before even the halfway point, he was already a lap up. Um, and um, he then went away again, didn't he, um, off the front of the group. So, he, yeah, I think he'd lapped the whole field twice. It's funny because I think he'd attacked just in front of me. Um, he'd attacked from high and he'd, he'd taken it. He didn't really even seem to accelerate that hard, but he just went off the front. And it was at the time, I was just thinking, right, I don't, don't want to be on the front here. So I swung up and hid. And in my hiding, like, I think no one chased. Yeah. And then, you so, know. So you claim and you helped them win, is that what you're saying? Clean the, the assist. Clean the assist. Now I think it was just. I think what it was is everyone was on the limit, and yeah. we all needed a rest. And that was. I mean, the lads won three gold medals this week now, and clearly yeah. he's won the team pursuit. He's won the individual pursuit, and he's set obviously a new world record. He's at a different level, Si. Um, and yeah, I mean, it. You should sort of take take from the fact that you've stayed in that bunch um, and stayed with those riders and you've done really well you can't sort of compare to there's always some people in your races you just can't compare to yeah he was he was a different level to everyone and I do think like when, when we're in there 
it felt like everyone wanted a rest at the same time as me. So there was a, there was a time when I'm thinking I'm blown a bit here, and then the pace went off a bit. And I was like, it must have been everyone felt exactly mm. the same, and no one would take it on. Um, and then I was identifying certain riders that were maybe struggling a fair bit more than me, actually. So I think I would drag them back on dinner at one point because when I thought I was going to lose wheels and then there were riders behind me I actually had identified as being a bit weaker and mm. dragged everyone back on and then and then went out the back myself. But never mind, you know, it was a decent race and I'm quite happy with it. So that was my last race. Um, so tomorrow, um, what are we doing tomorrow? So tomorrow morning, I think we'll be heading in well, we're going to have to sort of check out of our house we've been staying all week so we'll be saying goodbye to this house in the morning um, pack up and get into the velodrome to watch Steve in the morning Steve Davies and his the legendary um, Steve yeah legendary King Steve yeah. King Steve Davies of Manchester Velodrome he's all um, about um, he's all about aesthetics tomorrow so I like I offered to lend him my helmet which is pretty quick he said oh no 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 I've got a white one. <laughs> he needs to wear a white one. And I offered to lend him my overshoes, which are pretty quick. And he said, oh, no, no, no. I've got some blue shoes to go with my Ferry Hill Wheelers kit. And he's been a one one club lifetime man, hasn't he? And he always represents Ferry Hill Wheelers. So he's going to go out. Hopefully he'll uh, take it easy because he's got a <laughs> um, heart condition that he needs to uh, very, very much take care of. So we're going to look after him in the morning, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll look after Steve like he's looked after us all week. Um, we'll be cheering Steve on tomorrow morning. Um, see if he qualifies from the heats. I don't think he's planning on it. Um, he's not supposed to. He might get carried away and try and ride and he's not supposed to. Yeah, he's already, um, said, he's already said to me that if there's someone who he's drawn against who he thinks he can beat, he is going to go for it. Yeah, yeah. which is a bit worrying. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, we've got uh, Steve's Steve's um, pursuit in the morning. I'm just looking actually on the timetable for Saturday. We've got Steve's pursuit heats, but then I can't actually find his final anywhere. Oh, I don't know. So like, is it just a straight final in the morning? Maybe. I suppose maybe there's not that many in that category or it's a 70 to 74 pursuit 65 to 69 pursuit 75 plus pursuit but 75 then... plus pursuit finals but there's no other well we'll find out tomorrow we'll find out tomorrow um there's a 65 or 69 so we'll find we'll, i'm sure we'll we'll learn tomorrow they've got the victory ceremonies hmm but they haven't put in there. Anyway, so yeah, so we're watching Steve tomorrow. Um, and then we've got your final race, your points, straight away at two o'clock Saturday afternoon. Um, we'll watch that. And then we'll be heading home. End of the Masters. End of the Masters, yeah. Um, I'll try, before mine, my race is at two o'clock. I'll try to get a good warm-up in. That was another thing that was really good today. Today was the first day I actually had nothing go wrong. So the comedy of errors and not getting like, not getting a good warm up and you know I've been knocked off the rollers this week and um, 
and had tyres explode and things in, in the warm-up and just really haven't felt like I've been prepared for anything. That's the first time I felt prepared. felt a little bit less unwell as well. I feel like I might be back to form. So um, it's come probably a bit too late in the week. But hopefully tomorrow I'll get a nice warm-up. And I need some advice as well. What do you think I should do in the points race? Because the way I see it, I've got two choices. I don't think I'm in the mix for a win. So there's one side of me that thinks to myself, attack early, get some points, be absolutely bonkers and do the sort of things that we would do in a road race that we wouldn't think we would win or in a in a crit race that we wouldn't win. Just ah, oh. mix it up. How long is your points race tomorrow? 80 laps. 80 laps. So my advice, don't do anything in the first two sprints and then attack. <laughs> and then attack to try and take the next sprint and then just hang up there as long as you can well Steve has given me the advice of hiding and not contesting any of the sprints which is what I try to do and I just ended up with minus 40 points because I just went out the back mm. so would you so do you I regret reckon, not I, attacking yeah because I, I think at least I could have like beat ahead for a bit and then slowly went backwards yeah, the boomerang attack. Yeah, I think I think we should be aiming for a boomerang attack tomorrow, Paul. All or nothing boomerang attack. Let the first 20 laps go. So, what's that? I'm trying to do my maths. 60, 50, 60 laps to go. Let's see you're off the front. Oh, yeah. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Let's see what happens. You're not liking the sound of that, Paul, are you? Well, I, I do in a way. There's a side of me that thinks that would be really, really good fun, but I definitely would then be out the back. Um, you know, maybe if I was in the 60 to 65 category, I might be able to hold out for at least a few points and then be blown out the back, but I'd probably end up with no points and minus 40 very quickly. But, you know, that would be an earlier trip home, earlier shower. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. And I, I, you can all check that out on YouTube and see whether I do these things or not. Um but yeah, I do like the idea of having a little dig. You know, I nearly did the day, actually. I knew it was utterly, utterly stupid, but I did find myself on the front at one point and thought, eh, maybe, because I was quite high as well, and I was thinking, eh, maybe I'll just dive down and jump on someone's wheel. But Yeah, it's only one of my regrets as well. I never really got a chance to have an attack. But yeah. Yeah. If, but... I, if I knew I was going to die at some point and just be out the back door, I probably would have tried an attack at some point. Mm. average speeds tonight by the way both races really really quick your race 49 kilometers an hour um and Cy Wilson's race I'm not going to call it my race because uh, no one else did that speed F almost 52 kilometers an hour yeah so I mean you're, you're talking team pursuits well individual pursuit speeds at least well, individual pursuits are only 12 laps where that was obviously yeah. Um, 40 laps yeah 11 minutes and 36 seconds it took for him to do it yeah. added two um two laps less than that and I got, to, I got to see them go over the line so I was like they just lapped me on the last lap and I was maybe two, three, four seconds behind as they crossed the line mm. um, and I got to see them celebrate and stuff so yeah my average speed was alright as well I was quite pleased overall but uh, yeah that's about it really tomorrow we'll do a final sum up and see you know, what our thoughts of the week are, how maybe if people are interested in getting involved, how they would get involved. Would you recommend it? 
to anyone else. Absolutely. We need a we need a bigger team down here next year. Well, not down here, but um, yeah, in Rubay. Yeah, we won't cross that bridge just because. Uh, yeah, I need to actually find out if I can go myself. And <laughs> the, so there are a few things that we've talked about this week that we think uh, would be really really useful. To whether or not you think you can compete in the Masters, like uh, in my background in this is that really I've only been seriously training cycling wise it's only been months really like I started I did a race on New Year's Eve and I thought oh, I'm going to have to focus a little bit more on cycling um, because I want to do a few more races and I raced and I got like I went from cat four to cat three this year and now I find myself at the world's that's the rate of progression which is pretty rapid to be honest um so it's not out of the realms of possibility that someone with very limited cycling experience could end up trying to do something that I've done and getting involved. But at the very least, we're saying if more people came down to our training, whether that's SQT or whether it's our track league at Middlesbrough, more people means higher quality and, and more high quality riders there brings everyone on so we'd like to see a few people come down and try and beat a bronze medalist <laughs> run a pursuit <laughs> and see if you could like you know beat a, a bronze medalist at the world's be quite good wouldn't it well, yeah. not, not you being beat but like you know <laughs> someone trying to i know it would be almost impossible oh yeah yeah it wouldn't happen <laughs> if, it, if it does there'd be an excuse <laughs> you were ruled you're not allowed not allowed to beat me on my velodrome <laughs> it's my velodrome get out well, I'd like to see, um, it would be just nice to see people come down, yeah. men, women, you know. Yeah, both. just get more people, yeah. That's and, what this week's been about for me anyway. And the other thing we've seen as well is there is a great opportunity for some women. We know some good women bike riders um, who could definitely get themselves involved at this level. Like, I have confidence that we could, maybe, if we put out a women's team pursuit team, or a women's um, a women's team sprint team from our velodrome. I can see a medal. Yeah. Now that we know exactly how to ride a team sprint as well, like you know, we could <laughs> give them advice about how to do fifteen second laps and everything. Yeah, but no, no, I agree. We uh, yeah. It's something now like we we know we've been experienced that we can start working on it for future years. Yeah, so if you want to get involved, you know who to get in contact with. So, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll uh, speak again tomorrow. Okay, yeah, we'll we'll sum up and uh, see you soon.